Hello, welcome to Thy Kingdom Come, Day 8. We're now looking at the acoustic chambers of the Gospel, and today, beauty. Six of us were rehearsing for a chamber concert. The main hall was unavailable, so we had to make do with somebody's sitting room. It was almost worse than useless. The carpet and the curtains and the furniture absorbed the sound. We couldn't get any sense of how the music actually worked. We went through the motions, but it was a great relief when the hall came free at last and we could hear the music as it was supposed to sound, meaning what it was meant to mean. Something like that is true of the gospel, as most serious evangelists will know, because if we try to tell people about Jesus, about God the Father promising to restore the whole creation, about God the Son dying for our sins to win the victory over evil, about God the Holy Spirit being poured out on us like living water. If we try to tell that story, but speak this message while paying no attention to what we might call the acoustics of where we are and who we are, then things won't be right. People may just get something of the message, the story of Jesus by itself is, after all, astonishingly powerful. But they're quite likely to miss the real point. They won't pick up all the resonances. The harmonies of the gospel music will be lost in the soft furnishings of our lives. In particular, if we're trying to get across to people a message about the whole creation being restored, with its brokenness replaced with beauty and its corruption with celebration, we will be undermining ourselves at every turn if we don't at the same time celebrate and foster the beauty of that creation in art and music, in decoration, in well-cooked meals and in joyful celebrations. It's been bizarre in recent years to see some Christian movements apparently going out of their way to be over-casual in leading worship, in the style and quality of the music, in the decoration of churches and other worship centres. Now, of course, we must add this, but it mustn't detract from the main point. We can worship God anywhere, in any form. There is always a danger that we mistake professional polish for serious spirituality. But there is an equal and perhaps worse danger of denying with our contexts, with our acoustics, if you like, the message of the gospel itself. If people sense in their bones that we know nothing and care less about the meaning of beauty, why should they believe us if we try to explain how, in and through Jesus and the Spirit, the Creator God has launched his gospel plan to put the whole world right so that the oceans and forests will sing for joy? Now, of course, beauty is puzzling. We all know beauty when we see it, and we recognise it as a pointer to some of the deepest truths about life. But the sunset fades, the sweet smile of a child grows serious or even sulky, the music stops. The gospel, however, is all about God coming into our darkness to give new light. Human art can point to that truth, even if it can't totally embody it. If we took that seriously, perhaps we would prefer, after all, to preach the gospel in buildings designed not only to resonate musically with great worship, but to resonate theologically with the gospel itself. Just saying.